For those of you who do not want to talk about triggers at this moment, um, please turn me off, skip this episode. Um, This morning, I was again reminded of where my prickly points are, Um, and finally, it clicked with me today that the clash between my own upbringing and my daughter's upbringing um, really just grates on me. I try to not let it affect me so much, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm not sure exactly how I present myself, but inside it just feels like sandpaper grating against a chalkboard. I don't know how to describe (laughs) what is going on, but it is so irritating to me that she um, is so resistant to like wearing a new pair of pants. Why is that a thing? I don't know. I don't understand. I like we go out of our way to find things that she will like because she's um, she just doesn't catch on to new things Uh, you know so um, for me it's it's especially irritating because I would have loved to have like a beautiful pair of new pants growing up (laughs) Um, I did sometimes have new clothes but um especially as I hit 12, I was working before (laughs) it was legally allowed. Um, so, but nothing can be done about it now. So (laughs) I might as well just reveal that. Um, and I worked for my own everything, everything, um, everything that I had as a teenager, which was purchased with my own money. And if I didn't have enough money to buy, you know, the, the new, the new things, which I, I, I didn't most of the time, I would make the best use out of what I had and I would get a bit creative. Um, for example, if a pair of pants got stained on the outside, I would wear them inside out, which is now a style. Anthropology totally took that style and took off with it. <laughs> they became popular way after I graduated. And I remember walking in that store one day and the, the trigger was there. I was looking at clothes that, <clears throat> you know, I pretended to feel 
good and fashionable about, but underlying that there was the uh, lack. There was not having enough to provide for myself. Um, And now being able to provide for my daughter, I don't know. I don't have the words (laughs) to describe what that brings up in me it's like this irritation of why are you not appreciating this you know she's at the age where I'm not expecting her to be able to understand how I grew up and then see how she's growing up and suddenly have appreciation you know that's not gonna come if it ever does um for a very long time I don't expect that but at the same time I do I just don't understand the level of pushback, like literal tantrums about not buttoning a button on your pants. And so I went and found pants that don't button and are like super soft and nice on the inside. And I thought she'd love them. And she would rather do her own laundry than wear these pants, which is great you know I'm happy that she does her own laundry we started that because there's a lot of other things that she doesn't do um and anyhow without going into that I am happy that she does things like that but whenever you have a trigger look underneath it know that there's something within you that is rising up and for me I just realized okay I so I don't know if these are the right terms for it but the shadow like maybe it's my shadow self that is getting more of a voice that or a more aware voice let me say because I was pissed about it before too (laughs) this is not the first time um that shadow piece comes up that girl my nine-year-old self who's like why are you not grateful why are you not happy like what is the problem please point out to me where in your life is it not okay like you have parents that bring you to all these activities that buy you new stuff that get you these things not too much like believe me I'm probably on the stricter side of things as in comparison with other people around me. I don't know if that's totally fair because I don't see what their home life is, but just from, you know, there have been myself and a couple other moms that are like, oh, we are kind of old school and people are going about things another way. Um, So... You know, I'm not trying to go into a bunch of parenting stuff, but it parenting, having relationships with anybody, even the person on the side, like driving next to you in the other lane, <laughs> any type of interaction could be an opportunity for a trigger to come up and looking underneath that is going to be helpful. Um, maybe going to your basic psychic level and having a conversation with yourself about that aspect and seeing what arises just like in communication with um, difficult people or you know where there's 
some conflict around it do that with your your shadow if you want to think of it as you know a, a separate aspect of yourself an underlying aspect and <clears throat> just have that conversation have a freaking conversation see what that does for you I'm going to try it um, maybe I'm going to explain to my nine-year-old self what things are now I I don't know I'm not going to try to put too much on it. I'm going to go to my basic psychic level and invite that aspect and have that conversation. Maybe, I, maybe I'll even invite my daughter into the conversation. I'll bring her in for them to converse. I don't know. I don't know how some of this works. <laughs> I'm just thinking of things along the way and hoping that... Um, that these creative ways of using that space, some of the ideas that I may have for myself will also be helpful to you in your life um, as you work through stuff because at least for me, going through shadow work, um, it just feels like I don't have time for it really. <laughs> just, I'll, I'm like, okay, I see that trigger, trigger I acknowledge it, I'm annoyed <laughs> now and or maybe I'm hurt or shameful or sad it could be any type of trigger not just not just frustration but um, typically my first emotion that I go to is anger or frustration rather and then I have to dig from there I got really locked into anger for a long time so it is sort of like that open track that if a runaway car <laughs> is buzzing around the road they're going to go down that highway first because it's the clearest um, that type of thing so hopefully that helps you as well I think that's a really creative way of using the psychic space um, and yeah, is well for me. I guess it's just something that I'd like to try and see how it works because that one is that one is very strong. That sense of <clears throat> you know not not having enough, um, feeling embarrassed around my peers, um, not feeling financially provided for. Uh, and if you know either one of my parents, I, I was living with my dad at the time. He had full custody. <clears throat> um, and that brings up a lot of stuff for me as well um, that is still alive in some regard. Oh, so I, I will do another recording on this once I get more understanding around it. But I did want to say in the episode where... I suggest walking towards your future and following the feeling and letting your life transform in that way rather than trying to fix every little thing in the past. I do believe in that approach, maybe maybe 75% of that and 25% is is addressing what needs to be addressed along the way. 
I don't want to make it sound like <clears throat> you're just not going to do the work. You're just going to like leave the past behind you, cut all ties and walk forward. If you can do that and that makes sense to you and you, you know, have, have the, the, um, internal structure that work done in order to do that, do that. But if you find triggers along the way, deal with them. I'm not saying don't deal with them. Not at all. Deal with the stuff that comes up in you because that will more prepare you for dealing with the stuff that comes up in others. Um, it'll more prepare you for the stuff that comes up um, as undercurrents in society. You know, we start with ourselves, start with others. You know, if it's easier for you to deal with a difficult aspect in someone else before dealing with that difficult aspect in yourself, do that too. You know, sometimes that can happen. It just now occurred to me, and I'm trying to think of what example to have that on, but my sister, for example, sometimes thinking of the way that I want her to think of herself I have to use that as an example of how I need to engage with myself. So I wish, you know, those, those beautiful things for her. And so I can use that as an entry point into, um, adjusting my relationship with myself and how I treat myself by knowing that is how I would want somebody I deeply love to deal with themselves. And, you know, that doesn't go just for her. I've got <laughs> some, a few siblings, but that's, you know, an example of, you know, it can be a friend, it can be anybody, um, your partner, your child, use your child as an example of the type of self-love that you want them to have for themselves and do that for yourself and reparent yourself along the way. I know it's big to be a parent and reparent yourself, but sometimes that that's necessary. We do things along the way. We Okay, I think that's gotten the message across and now you kind of can hear what my voice sounds like when I'm all activated. <laughs> um and trust me, this is not my mean voice. Uh you know, we have all aspects in ourselves at all times and all of it has its place I hope you have a beautiful rest of the day and that that was helpful I do want to add on to that to say that another way to work with those triggers like for the example where my I look at my daughter and I just look at her and see how ungrateful she is, how unaware of like how much she has and, um, and not much as in like we, we give her all this stuff. It's not like that, but like we, we invest time in her. We take her to activities, you know, I, I, I need to realize where to be grateful to, my higher selves for bringing me to the place that I am now because I, my husband and I have been 
working and working and working towards a certain thing. And you just, he even said it the other day that we just were working still from that place that we grew up from, which is that place of not having enough, um, not, not, not being able to get to the place that we want to go. And so we just are going and going and going. And instead of taking a moment to open our eyes and look around and look at our beautiful yard and look at having a house, even though it's kind of like living in a construction zone (laughs) a lot of the time, um, it is a beautiful house and I am grateful to have a roof over my head. (laughs) Um, and even engaging with work, I don't, I don't come from a place of gratefulness with that where I haven't been. I'm, I'm getting more into it. But, you know, we have been coming at it from a place of, oh, this is what we have to do to get to this goal. And then we can be um, in a place that we can do things that we actually want to do, that we find fulfilling Um, but I could open my eyes and see like my lifestyle now, because I work for myself, we work for ourselves. I do have these moments to be able to make recordings for myself and now for others who are listening along with me that, that I love, like that is actually fulfilling to me. That's the, nobody could pay me more (laughs) Than the sense of fulfillment of just being able to explore myself and have that maybe help others along the way. I I just, I can't explain how fulfilling that is. Um, And so I, in having that, that gives me more energy to do the things that you know, I do look at as work, quote unquote. I mean, it's all work, really. (laughs) I use the word work a lot. It is all work. I I have, I'm reestablishing my relationship with that word, that everything we do is working on ourselves and working in the world. And the perspective that you have on that will change how you feel about what you're doing but it is all still work. Okay. There's that little soapbox. <laughs> maybe maybe I should go more into that. But using those triggers f- for me seeing my daughter not being grateful for stuff. What am I not being grateful for that I have been given that that maybe I've worked for but also has come to me through um yeah, just, I I am not sure exactly <laughs> where the shifts were that took me from the place where I was to where I am now. And I will try to sit down, take that time to sit down and think about that um, if I feel that that's helpful um, to other people. For me, I just know that I, I do need to practice reframing things and in working with the triggers to work with my shadows, 
self, which is her name is Rachel. She's a part of me. I com- I accept everything that she brings to me completely and I want to work on her on these things with her. But I also need to look at having that same relationship with the higher selves, the iterations of higher selves. And I am that part that is, you know, that flipping, flipping that direction and and seeing how I am doing that. What, what, what more can I be grateful for that if looking back on my life (laughs) um, from beyond or at the end of it, I would look back and say, oh, you know, you could have just opened your, taken more moments, opened your eyes a little bit more. I already feel that way about <laughs> the past couple of years and not spending moments with my family that I could have spent with them in like a little bit more open way instead of like a tense, crabby way <laughs> as I sometimes do. Um, so just wanted to share all of that with you. I'm hoping it's as helpful as the rest of thing as the rest of the recordings and please let me know what you want to dig deeper on. I would love to be able to ask other people that <laughs> who are doing work and are in the middle of it and just, you know, it's not comfortable <laughs> a lot of times. Um, and sometimes it's great. So it's, it's in that in-between space. It's, you're in the, you're surfing the wave. <laughs> you're in the middle of chaos and letting it take you to somewhere. Maybe it's just the ride. Maybe it doesn't need to take you anywhere. It's just the ride. Okay. I'll leave it there. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.